Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is You Can't Say Anything Nice. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I'm Molly. And with us again is our special guest, Jesse H.S. from the Heart God Media Podcast. Hello, Jesse. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for joining us. It's It's been a lot of fun. Uh, once again, um, your show is probably more skewed towards like horror and genre movies, but... Um, I got deep into it because of uh, your love of the Ramones, as shown through two enormous episodes where you went through the entire catalog, soup to nuts. So soup to thank nuts. Thank you for thank you for doing <laughs> your part of clouding the podcast world with Ramones. <laughs> hey, it's uh, my pleasure, and uh, you know we, I've t- I've talked with uh, my cohorts about uh, doing uh, you know diving into the solo careers of uh, each Ramone Ooh, too, and wow. Uh, Good breaking, luck. Oh, man. breaking down. So, <laughs> well, on that note, that's oh wait, a good... wait, wait, wait. Sorry, oh. sorry, sorry. Nope. Jesse, have, have you read any of the books? I have. Uh, the only one I have not read yet is Richie's new one, which is uh, it's been sitting in my Amazon cart. But sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. you just look at stuff. You're like, Definitely. yeah, getting that next week. And uh, what, what's your what's your favorite? Uh, right now, it's uh, I slept with Joey Ramone. Oh, the, okay. That's the the you know mickey lee and uh yeah. that one was uh that one was the, the most fun i growing up i was uh, uh real quick uh you know i i grew up loving joey joey uh you know i was a vocalist in bands for years and like when i found music like i have no musical ability other than kind of half screaming into a microphone um <laughs> And I've been in bands like my whole life, but Joey was always my favorite growing up. But then I've had periods where like I fall in love with Dee Dee because the songwriting is oh my God. is like I'm just. It, I mean, you have a heart. Yeah, ig- <laughs> exactly. And then that's what, that's what happened to Molly too. Yeah. She became a Dee Dee girl. I became such a hardcore Dee Dee girl. And but you know, in my uh, you know my uh, 30s now, I am. I think I at the past like three or four years I've been a Johnny fan. I've been a big wow. Johnny component, like, sure. uh, and, and more so you just see, um, you see that he really, despite everything, <laughs> and you got to kind of feel sympathy for the guy. He had poor Joey's just OCD is eating him up inside, and he had poor health. And like Didi's, and then he becomes like an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not helping himself, yeah. you know. Didi's just like Didi's like fine one minute, and then he wants to punch someone the next. And like he's obviously Didi had su- his substance issues. Like Marky had substance issues. Like, <laughs> and, and J- J- Johnny's like just trying to keep it together. Yeah, and obviously, like, so I can hear the ball game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just like he gets. He's the angry dad. He's the angry stepdad. Yeah, he's the angry stepdad. And, uh, but I, I, I can't not, if someone said, you know, pick your favorite Ramon, it's still, it's still so hard. Yeah. That's a sign of a good fan though. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, can appreciate one, like all that. faces of the Ramones. Yeah. That's what makes them good. Yeah. You can put them in your top 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was going to say you're, you're talking about maybe doing the solo career, which seems kind of apropos of this song. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, perfect transition. Yeah. Because thanks. Because we're talking about you can't say anything nice. 
This is a B-side from 1984 or five. Uh, somebody put something in my drink. Um, it was mostly done overseas, it seems like. Um, this is written by Richie Ramone and sung by Richie Ramone. So yeah. right there under the wire, we get a taste of the rich Well, we, we were talking a little bit about rich uh, in a previous episode. Rich. Jesse. Let's call, can we only call him rich this Rich. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I think for the Ramones to give this guy so many opportunities to actually produce songs on albums... They they must have thought he was worth something. Yeah, you know that's I mean? a that's like, a credit to his ability right there's there. There's no way they're gonna let any you know, like even Marky didn't even really have any songs, did he? None of the beginning. In the end, he, he did. did. Yeah. On Brain Drain or did uh, I... no by um, Mondo Bizarro and and maybe it took him a long time to get a chance to have a song on an album. You I know think, what I mean? I think in a way that shows their different the different way they were brought in uh-huh, you yeah. know that marky was brought in with like this endorsement from tommy with the idea of like you are going to take over what i do mm-hmm. and he's like got it i'm mm-hmm. gonna do that yeah and then the way that richie's brought in is like oh we have to we can't handle mark anymore with his drinking so mm-hmm. we're getting rid of him we need to start somebody else so he has a little more independent streak mm-hmm. in him. He's a little younger, mm-hmm. and he's you know played in a bunch of bands and done a bunch of stuff for a while on his own. So yeah. he's like, yeah, sure. And he comes in probably more like an average person would, mm-hmm. where they're like, well, we all write we write songs, right? Yeah. So I'm going to try writing some songs. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually he just starts doing it. Yeah, yeah. He has the but the they kind let of naivete. Him. They let him. Yeah, but they but they let him or he won him over or whatever. Yeah. Actually, I heard it's in the book. Um, in his book, I Know Better Now, um, uh, where he says, and I think he said it other places too, that uh, Joey was always encouraging him. Mm-hmm. That he found that's that he, cool. he had always encouraged him in doing that. So I was like, yeah, makes that's, sense. That's fine. So why not? So this is one of those songs. Uh, I gave it a song category of fighting. So just to be clear, this song was never on any album. This was not on It was on an only album. a B-side right. to Somebody Put Something in My Drink. Right, which I also thought which, was interesting because that's Richie's... Like biggest con- contribution yeah. song wise, totally. so it's like, oh, he's got like his own greatest hits. One, <laughs> he got the greatest hits LP. <laughs> yeah, is, greatest... would that be an LP? Two songs, or is that? I a... never understand okay. how it works. Sorry. Single, a, sing. That's a, a single. single. That's a single. That's a single. But I don't understand the difference between an LP and an EP. I've never understood it. I think EP is less right. Extended play, long playing record. Right. It's and it's it's so confusing because. You could okay six songs is a if you have six songs and they're you know ten minute songs is that not long playing or is that just extended play? Yeah, where's you need a lawyer? <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, just so, on Spotify. so given that the Ramones uh, core group were always so nice to Rich, how often do you think they played this song live? Oh zero zero yeah yeah they never played the song live. Um, they did not play the song live once. Um, this, uh, this song, like I said, has the vocals of Rich Ramone. Rich. Man, that sounds so weird. What's up, Rich? Well, they always call, like, they say, they, in the band, they would call him John or Mark. Uh, so weird. So it's just funny to say Rich. Yeah. Um. Sounds like you're being so sarcastic. Oh, yeah? Rich. So, <laughs> real rich. That one's rich. Um, so yeah, he sings this song. And that's like all the facts I have about it. Um, he plays this solo. He plays this live. They did when he saw and, him. Yes, and it, it honestly was one of the 
one of the cooler songs to see him play live from that because it's it's a song when you guys uh you know when i knew we were going to be covering this song i was like wow i haven't heard that one in like a while because it is such a that's beyond deep cut you know this one's uh totally this this one's real deep so uh i going back and listening to i was like oh yeah like and i remember seeing it live and i was just like and that kind of uh reinvigorated my love for the song uh because i i am big big richie fan obviously uh i've stated it before and it was pretty much on our episodes it was uh we were pretty much just doing a stroke fest and we had our wax out waxing this car the entire uh and to reiterate for everybody listening if they didn't hear previous episodes with you you saw richie live in concert yes uh yeah uh it was uh at this point it's five years ago i think this this month actually but uh the guy is just an animal, especially at his age, just drumming on songs, drumming and singing during songs, then getting up and the, doing the front man thing. And it, it was uh, this was one of the songs he played. And uh, it was awesome to I mean, to hear, you know, this song that he sings, that he wrote and mm. to see him play it live, especially uh, playing, uh, you know, singing it actually, you know, uh, in front as the front man was uh, yeah. was really a, a treat, honestly. Um. About his vocals, it is, I mean, he, I've heard his solo albums, and and you've seen him live and stuff. Given just in the context of the Ramones, what do we think about his vocal style? It sounds very Billy Idol to me. Huh. This last time. That, I don't get that. Like, there's a weird, it's like at some point his New Jersey accent circled around to, like, British punk type thing. is like, you can't say... I, I, the I, way wish he did, I wish he'd done that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, well, I know you, people you... people listen to Joey, though, and sometimes I feel like uh, I've heard, had people that are completely, like, off the radar of music in general, and they're just like, are the Ramones from England? Like, no, oh, no, they're... Oh, yeah, totally. But he was trying to do that, I The feel first like. album, yeah, especially. I, I had friends who did that, too. Yeah. That they yeah. thought they were from England. Oh, yeah. But, I mean... I love it. I love his vocals. I like more so than, I mean, and this is like, uh, I guess it's kind of hard to say because I do love Joey's uh, Don't Worry About Me album so much, but I I would be hard pressed to say I think uh, Richie's uh, Entitled Records, my favorite Ramon solo. Wow. Yeah, I, I told you, like, I feel like I get that a lot. People are like, geez, really love old Rich, don't you? I'm like, yeah. dropped it right here on the show. But I, I will say I, CJ's American Beauty is really high up there. I love that record. I do yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I I think again that makes sense. That would make sense that that type of crazy thinking is possible. <laughs> it's possible <laughs> because well, because it's more probable for someone like that because you'd think again sort of being an outsider to the other four, where like. The other four were there from the very beginning, and it's like they put everything into it. And some of the other guys came in and were like, well, you know, I kind of have a, I can have a life outside of this. <laughs> I've had it for a four. And you, just by virtue of them, like CJ and Richie particularly, existing in a world where they could go watch the Ramones. So now yeah. they have like an outsider perspective mm-hmm. that way. Right, right. So that then when they go off and they want to do their own solo stuff they can they're less beholden to mm-hmm. something else whereas i feel like i like don't worry about me right joey's solo record too but i mean it sounds like a ramones record a very baroque ramones record <laughs> well you know it doesn't it doesn't it nor should it it shouldn't have to change but at the same time it probably couldn't because 
it's him. It's <laughs> yeah, it is I. But with but with uh, CJ and Richie, they yeah, can they, they can like emulate story. a little bit, but then go like on uh, his last album. Uh, Richie's last one, he covers uh, "Enjoy the Silence" by Depeche Mode. Oh, how's yeah. that? Yeah, it's it, pretty good. Uh, cool. It is pretty good. I do like that. But I mean, that's an example. Of, like, if he were in the band The Ramones, mm-hmm. they would not play that no. song. There's not a chance. But <laughs> yeah. because, like, I'm doing this now, and yeah. I think we can do it, and they do it. I'm gonna make me happy. I'm gonna make me happy. That's what it's about. <laughs> um, so. This is a weird transition, but something that I did enjoy about your episodes on the Ramones, Jesse, uh, was your push of Ramones conspiracies. Ooh. Oh, we're we're we go. I'm I'm telling you right now, we go for like weeks talking about like just random, like so seven seven thirty a.m. I'm texting Lou, who was on those two episodes, who is. Uh, yeah. who is one of my very good friends uh and I'm I'm texting him something like some drama that I'm thinking about and I was like do you think that think that might happen you think <laughs> we're at 7:30 in the morning so outside of the Ramones <laughs> like there isn't much going on in our brains like there's well, it please I would, I would love uh, to well the one that has stuck with me that I want to I'm basically stealing for our show but now I, I want to give credit to you was they pointed out Rob Zombie is a huge Ramones fan. Of course. And was like really good friends with Johnny and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And and Jesse's show pointed out they have the same last name, Cummings. So he, huh. the conspiracy, and correct me if I'm wrong, the conspiracy was maybe they're related. And maybe yeah. like Rob Zombie is somehow a descendant of Ramones. That's cool. This is, and this is what's, you know, this, there's so many different angles on this one. <laughs> because for years... Rob Zombie did not disclose, and his brother didn't disclose, that they were brothers. His brother is Spider, the singer of the new metal band Power Man 5000. Oh, yeah. And that got unveiled like, you know, not something they didn't want revealed, and it kind of got to like uh, one of those like odd uh, hit parader or circus magazines uh, back in the early 2000s. It kind of got outed. And uh, Rob Zombie said uh, in an interview that he didn't really he he didn't want it for his sake because they had a hit song they didn't want to ride on the coattails of Rob Zombie White Zombie, so that almost seems like par for the course, especially with something yeah. like uh, Johnny, uh, you know. And I Rob Zombie was I, can can you guys can either one of you confirm where Johnny was born? Was Johnny born in Massachusetts? Did I did I have I read that before? I don't remember. I cannot confirm that. I can't remember. But either way, well, Rob Rob Zombie reside resided in his uh, you know musician days when White Zombie in the late '80s and stuff in New York City. Obviously, the Ramones mm-hmm. bunkered in New York City. Um, no, and he was born in Queens. It's got it as four. He was born. He was yeah. born in Queens. Okay. Yeah. So I know Rob Zombie was born in, but that doesn't mean that they don't have. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, right? there's some there's some huh. kind of deep connection there because. Well, that's Ro- fun. I like that people are related, but it's a it's a big secret. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't spill. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will know except for our families so got, and our friends. So that got me thinking one, and this is a less like juicy soap opera conspiracy, mm-hmm. but I actually think it's more viable in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, either outcome's more viable, but this is another one that I came up with. So, uh, in the last Ramones show ever, they played Love Kills, and Dee Dee came out. Right. Okay. Cla- Dee- classic performance yes Dee Dee messed up the lyrics <laughs> my conspiracy theory is he did it on purpose just to fuck with johnny ramone 
I 100% would believe that to yeah. the... Because I've seen live performances of Didi solo where Didi was more than three sheets to the wind. He was, you know... Oh, and he doesn't miss a beat. Yeah, and he's remembering every lyric from Poison oh, Heart. Yeah. Uh, totally. he, so I would not and be I, surprised. I definitely feel like Didi felt like kind of like pissed off about the band at the end. Sure. You know, like when you see him. He felt like, uncredited. Yeah, he felt he was just kind of like, whatever. And I just, it just hit me. I don't know why I was even thinking of it, but it just hit me. It was like, it's the one thing he could do mm-hmm. that would actually mess with him. Yeah. I, I think I was actually thinking about that show in total and how weird it is that they like didn't stop for guests. Yeah, you know? it is weird. Yeah, like, Lemmy's like running out there to do R A M O N E S, like super weird. But then I thought, like, oh, the only power he has yeah. is if he butchers this song. Yeah. And it's almost par for the course if he did, because Dee Dee, everyone thinks he's like kind of a fumbling, yeah. bumbling fool, and yeah. he's just like, and then it's almost like a dig at at that is like yeah. it's just me, it's just who I am. He says. Uh-huh. And I yeah. was just like, yeah, that's what you think. You think I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah, well, I orchestrated yeah. this fuck up just to get yeah, jacked. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, <laughs> that's, yeah. my, uh, that's my maybe too much credit, but I like thinking it was like, oh, yeah, sure, I I'll be part idea. of it. Forget you. That, <laughs> I love that. Because that's you, like you a brotherly thing. Sergeant? Yes. That, that's something that you would do. Be like, oh, yeah, I got you, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the one that I'm starting. I'm gonna start that he purposely did it, nice. and the best part is no one, no one's around to confirm or deny it. We can exactly. lie as much as we want. Rob Zombie on his grave is like, I have two secrets to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so that shows something about the facts we have. We went into conspiracy theories. Um, Listen, I, I love a good conspiracy yeah. theory. Uh, so feelings about this song. So Jesse, it seems like you're a big fan of this. Did you hear it prior to? You'd heard this prior to seeing it live, or how did you how did you come to find this song? So this song, actually, I was uh, in in high school, in early high school, maybe even yeah, I think it was it had to have been high school when I heard this song because I was huge, like uh, you know, when I was able to get my hands on uh, Ramon's compilation, which I want to say was like late '90s, so I was like 10, 11. Um, I got my hands on the Ramones anthology. It had just recently come out mm-hmm. and that's great. It comes with a big book and it really, the book itself really lays out what each member is. Like in the book, they call Joey the pot. It's a little like maybe 20 pot, five page book. It's called Joey, the pop head, you know, obsessed with pop music, sixties pop Didi, the poet, like, uh, talks about, you know, his prolific songwriting abilities and, and Johnny, the drill sergeant. Uh, so it really gave you, it really broke down before, you know, the age of the internet where, you know, I didn't have a computer until I was 16, 17 years old. So it really broke mm-hmm. down what they were about and stuff, but it didn't, it didn't dive into, it d- touched very briefly on the other members. Um, but it kind of, uh, I, my love for Richie started in high school when I really, truly dived into, you know, too tough to die, animal boy, garden of serenity. And I found this. Uh, a buddy of mine found it on one of the downloading sites, um, LimeWire maybe at the time, mm. um, and he got me. I was just like, "Oh, find me a bunch of you know Ramon songs that you know you you can't really find like live versions of stuff and you know stuff off CDs I can't find." Um, and this was on there, and I was just like, "Ooh, I'd like that." And it took me like a second. I was like, "Is that that's Richie Ramon singing? That's it, it's got to be Richie Ramon." And uh, I love the song, and I had honestly it had gone way into the back of my mind 
for the longest time until um, until I'd seen it, him play it live, and I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot all about this one, and uh, have rediscovered it then and was loving it, and uh, I really. I'm like I I feel like uh I I've, a lot of Ramones fans they when they hear me buff Richie's car with this turtle wax all the time <laughs> they're like geez it's just like and, and maybe we could start a conspiracy theory that actually that I'm related to Richie Ramone yeah. um, <laughs> it's your it's your biggest dream yeah <laughs> so we have um, to get to him the conspiracy yeah. theories like remember a long time ago that special night you had and wherever Jesse's from. <laughs> They did play Syracuse at the Manly Fieldhouse in the in the in 1985. <laughs> I was born. Where were born... you born? Jesse? Yeah, yeah. I was born in upstate New York, but I wasn't here till '88. So, mm. I th- yeah. Richie was Richie was Tough. still in there in '88, right? Yeah. What were they doing in '88? Uh, it was between was Brain Drain. That was and, close. before Brain Drain. Nah, so he, yeah. Nah, yeah. Anyway, doesn't but mean yeah. he had to be touring with him though. He might have. I had like. Yeah. I do. I do have to say, I like the idea just remembering that sort of like pre super internet days when things were hard to find. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, like that was different. Yeah, That's, different. I mean, I grew up about, um, uh, 25 minutes away from Syracuse and, uh, my family were kind of like bumpkin city. You know, they weren't really, uh, you know, Syracuse was kind of like the city to them and, and Syracuse mm-hmm. really isn't like it's, it's city for sure. It's urban, but it isn't like, you know, it isn't like New York city. It's not huge. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, you know, driving 25 minutes for my parents was, uh, you know, was like a thing. Like, oh, you better get what you need now because we ain't coming back out <laughs> to that big bad city. So, you know, going there, finding an FYE and being like, oh, my God, uh, two discs, the Ramones, and it comes with a book. Like, I was just like in, in heaven because yeah. I had just at that point, you know, I didn't even I had only had a CD player for not even that long. I was still listening to cassettes. And at any time I wanted to listen to the Ramones, I pretty much had to pop in the Pet Cemetery VHS and go to the end credits, <laughs> or, or or Airheads, which was recorded off like Cinemax Airheads. in like '97. That, um, that's with Sandler, right? Yeah. Yeah, Adam Sandler, Frazier. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah. Airheads, yeah. Um, oh my god. So yeah, that's uh, but it, it is funny thinking back to like how uh. The pre-internet days of you know YouTube wasn't around. If it was back then, uh... yeah. So there was a time when, in order for you to get this song, you would have had to have been lucky enough to get your parents to get you to drive to a store that just happened to have it. Whereas, flash forward to today, mm-hmm. when we're like, let's refresh our memory about this song. I picked up my phone and I played it right away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just right there. No, and this one's even so. This one's such a deep cut. It's not on any streaming sites that I've seen, yeah. honestly, because no, it no, is no, a B side to a single. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I think was only in the international press. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's a deep. It's a deep one. It's a deeper. Um, so you're at, not steal your thunder here, but you're a love on this song, Jesse. It seems like. <laughs> I'm actually a leave. No, I'm uh, 100% <laughs> that <would've been> <laughs> Just pull. Well, just... That's just nephew to his dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love uh, 100%. Okay. Molly. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I like Richie Ramone. I respect him very much. 
Um, what did he do to you, Molly? What did he do to you? And I think this song is kind of garbage. Wow. <laughs> Wait. Okay. What if you had to uh, against each other? This or Worm Man? Which are you taking? I actually prefer Worm Man. I think. Wow. Why do you think that is? Um, well, what what is it about? Th- let's make it about this. I think this, this one. song what, what is, is a bit. It's a bit trite. Hmm. And I'm not a fan of Richie's voice. Um, I, I don't mean to be so mean because I know how much you love him, Jesse. And I do respect him. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just... <laughs> um, you just can't help it. I, no, you're fine. No, I don't mean it. Like, you, can, you, can, you can do it. Yeah, it's, cool. just, it's just not my favorite. I never heard this song before um, this because I never had that. Yeah. I never had that single. I never had that. I couldn't even... I mean, there's, like, no recollection of this song on the internet, almost. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the time before the internet with this song. Um, And just hearing it today, I mean, I tried to play it a lot of times just so I could, you know, sometimes they warm up on you a little bit. But I don't know. There's just something about Richie. It's, like, there's no bop in his drop, you know? He's (laughs) – he's and we've talked about Richie like this before, like – He's, he's very precise in his drumming. Like, there's something mm. about him that's almost steely. And uh, even when he sings, it's like, there's nothing inviting in his voice hmm. for me. I I get it, and I w- was going to ask, although I think I already know the answer, if you would have liked this song better if Joey had sang it. Um, I, ki- I kind of think, I'm, I'm alike. So we've covered all the bases. Nice. Perfect. Um, I, so that's what all demographics check. Um, I like it okay. I think I like the chorus. It's the verses that are, that's where I, I can see the triteness, where I'm like, that's a better idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, but it gives me another uh, sort of conspiracy theory. I, th- I want to say this is written about Johnny Ramone, but I'm not sure. <laughs> all my conspiracies are around Johnny Ramone. Of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, cause he was sort of a jerk to Richie and, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. It just kind of like, yeah, it's okay. I, I'm, I think this is almost what B-sides are for, which is like, you can, yeah, let the, let the new guy the, try the, something. Yeah. Let the new guy try something. That's fine. Um, so, uh, but I'm glad that you yeah. like it so much, Jesse. Cause I, you know, oh, yeah. I, I really, love, I... I love hearing everyone's different. Like, and it's interesting to get, I mean, not to, not to come off this way, but it, I feel like I don't know a lot of female Ramones fans, which is kind of crazy because they have so many, like, I don't know, like, and, but when there are, they're huge Joey fans because Joey just drove, dro- which is so funny because he's not a, your traditional front man. Like, no, and that's what's so great about him. He you has a lure for the girls that's, that's unprecedented. What I love about him is that he's so unassuming. He, he, you don't think he's going to hurt you in any way. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anything, he's going to order the pizza and pay, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a mystery. It's, yeah. It's, um, but I love hearing differing Ramon's opinions because mine are like, mine are usually like a little bit different from your average Ramon's. Cause I know a lot of Ramon's fans that are like, they really didn't make a good record on it. They're like after Rocket to Russia, they're like Leave Home was garbage and everything after that was garbage too. Like, which kind of like warps my mind because, huh. but uh, I mean, obviously those first three records, I mean, uh, people could say the first four, but really the first three are so like iconic and they are oh, like totally. that. And, and, and I'll, I'll just say it. Like, I don't hate End of the Century. I kind of like it. Like, I like it a lot better than I like. I, th- I think the... Th- oh, go ahead. No, that's it. No, what are you going to say? Better than what? Brain Better drain. What? Oh, well, okay. 
Um, but I mean, I, I generally like it. Like, I can put on End of the Century, and I'm excited sure. to hear that album. Yeah, I think I think the interest. One of the interesting things, one of them, about this band is how, especially with those first three albums, that generally speaking, the fans really like. And so then what they develop is, I really like that, and that is my Ramon sound. Mm -hmm. Whereas most, uh, well, I shouldn't even say most other bands, but a lot of other bands will then branch out, and it's not a big deal. But like when these guys change, for better or worse in some cases, mm -hmm. it's pointed to as, oh, well, it's not those first three, so no. <laughs> right, you know? like, exactly. You can't do that, yeah. really. And you you end up, I don't know. It's it's weird that they like they sort of willfully and unknowingly pigeonholed themselves. <laughs> you know, it's like they they made the rules for themselves of like this is what the songs are, this is what we're doing. Bam. And then just by virtue of doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to do it a little different, mm -hmm, yeah. but they're still like nope, 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 nope. It's this. <laughs> and you and then like the fans, I think some fans anyway, want to get into like, okay, well, yeah, if I love the Ramones and I have to love what they love and they say what you love is this, so only that. And and it's, I don't know, it's just weird. They can't, it's weird that we struggle to allow artists, bands, people like that to experiment, change, and try different things, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of glad they got it's not my place in the nine to five world out of their system at one point, you know, it's like, cause but I like, sort of wondered. I love how many weird incarnations there are of this band. I think it, it's part of what makes this band so great. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, 100%. It, it's just no, no other punk band in the world can say they worked with Phil Spector. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy town. It's just such a weird timeline. You yeah. Know? No other, no other punk band can say they worked with Phil Spector and you'd almost say, they were the one that shouldn't have. <laughs> like, wow, everybody was wrong. <laughs> and, and I don't mean that in terms of, like, of the output of it either. I mean, some of those songs are my favorite songs. But in just, like, taking personalities mm -hmm. and artistic yeah. styles together, you're like, yeah. oh, you so sure the random. Talking Heads don't want to make a Phil Spector yeah, album? Yeah, yeah, like, no kidding. Blondie doesn't want to make a Phil Spector no album? No kidding. A Talking Heads Phil Spector album could have been really that been beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, wow, that's like, funny. Nope. Those guys, the guys who can't sit still for 10 minutes. Well, I think kind of famously, it was because Phil Spector loved Joey's voice, right? Yeah. I mean... I think it was a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, They're interesting, dude. You could say, I mean, to 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 kind of touch on what you were saying, Molly, it, that they've had so many different eras that you could... When you say this band, if you played for someone, I want to be your boyfriend, and then played for them, Endless Vacation, and then played for them like something off like adios amigos like life's a gas or, or something like that mm -hmm. i mean think of, you listen to endless vacation and i want to be your boyfriend if you told someone it was the same band they'd be like oh no totally hmm. but that's what's funny when people are like oh all their songs sound the same yeah no i mean that that's the thing that we talk about all the time it's like yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's such an insane thing to say about a band you clearly don't know anything about yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah everybody yeah um so <laughs> do we uh, we haven't given him most valuable. Um, I'm going to give it to Rich. I'm going hard rich. <laughs> Molly? Um, I'll give it to Joey Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> for for stepping aside and let Richie have a, have a day in the sun. Or he probably he probably encouraged him, so I guess yeah, that's, that's right? actually not go. far. That's not far. Uh, Jesse? Uh, 
Yeah, obviously, Richie. I mean, I mean, I mean, like I said, I I think it to it. I think he is getting more credit for what he's done. Um, but to think he came in and they allowed him. Uh, I'll say yeah. Johnny allowed him yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, let's say this. You might as well just call it like yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's call it a spade a spade. Um, he, you know, Johnny let him come in, write songs, sing on songs. To think that someone came in. I mean, that's why it, it irritates me when people are like, oh, Richie Ramone's like not a real Ramone. Like, okay, the guy yeah. wrote songs, sung on songs, yeah. sped their um, honest opinion. Richie Ramone saved the Ramones live performances because mm-hmm. I feel like getting that, that sped up, that stuck yeah. with them from the time he came in and, and recorded Too Tough to Die, that live. Yeah. yeah aspect this, stuck with them to the end playing that yeah. best this is a weird this is a weird thing to say but look who you're talking to um so <laughs> so the first five years of saturday night live were you know known for being real ramshackle and like drug filled and anything could happen right and then that cast belushi gilda radner all those bill murray all those guys went away and then they recast and had a new producer and like Lauren Michaels went away. Right. So I think the new producer comes in. It's like, I think it's Dick Ebersol. And he was like a sports guy. He was not a comedy guy. And what he developed was, it's like, okay, like your popular political thing is at the top. Mm-hmm. Then it's this. Mm-hmm. Then you repeat your characters, your favorite characters over and over again. Then weekend update is here. And then mm-hmm. you repeat another character. And the funny thing is, when Lauren Michaels eventually came back and like reclaimed the show, they kept up the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's similar to me. It seems similar to what you were just describing with like the Ramones world where like the first set of pre Richie world is mm-hmm. this. And it's kind of like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, like we, we got this style down, but we've been doing that. And then this guy comes in and they suddenly jolt it up a little bit. It gets faster. And you'd almost think that when Marky showed up, they would have said, like, okay, now we can go back to, like, our classic well, I mean, style. But they didn't. They were like, no, keep so what that guy's sense. doing. These guys are not having fun with each other anymore. They've toured endlessly for at least a decade at this point. <laughs> to to make it faster was probably just better for everybody. It's like, sure. we get through it faster. <laughs> we don't have to look at the, each other faster. Well, then, like, the playing of it faster becomes a thing that you can attain. Right. Rather than just playing the song over and over right. again. Right. But what but what I'm trying to struggle to tie together is that it's funny. I don't think you're struggling. I think oh, you did great. I'm doing just great. Yeah. But I think it's funny that you had, you could have gone back to the way it was, or you could have gone back to the way that those four had it, but mm-hmm. instead you took the the influence from the guy who was there that now you kind of dismiss. It's just well, funny. It's well, just a funny way of looking at it. And I feel like it's, yeah. You know. I also want to say, I've never really heard anybody in life dismiss Richie. I think if the Ramones ever dismissed Richie, it was so they could say that he didn't have yeah. permission to get money for merch, which they wanted for themselves. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, Jesse, do you have a lot of friends that think Richie's bullshit or like, I think it was, I, I mean, it, it was growing up and having you know, uh, kids my age at the time say, yeah, yeah. like, oh, this is this is the Ramones. The first three the records Ramones. are yeah, the real yeah, Ramones. Yeah. So, like, the 80s stuff's crap. Like, you don't want to yeah, listen yeah. to that. Nothing good came out of the 80s. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's, it was more so that just being drilled in my head when I was listening mm-hmm. to, I was listening to, like, Eat the Rat, and someone's trying to tell me that's not good Ramones. Like, how is that not good? Like, <laughs> yeah. like come on. 
Like yeah, it was yeah. just Fonto goes to Bitburg isn't good. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just I mean, out. yeah. No, um, this is good. I'm glad we did this because this is this is for you and I, Molly. Our last taste of Richie Ramone. Oh no! We will have we well, have no more no more. I want to say this, this, Jesse. I'm so glad that we had you on. Yeah, me too. For some heavy Richie songs, and uh, because like I said, I don't dislike Richie Ramone. Sorry, Rich Richard Ramone. <laughs> no, Rich, um, Rich I have Ramone. nothing but respect for him. I think he's a very talented player and a very talented Ramone. We but, like the rich. Yeah, we like. I mean, I like him. He's just. Rich. At the end of the day, in my lineup of Ramones, he he has to be at the end for me. But you he's still really in. But he's up. still in the lineup. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard. It's like it Joey's always going to be first for me. That's just how it goes. <laughs> That's just how it goes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at your face. Looking at me like, hey. huh? Right? In raw honesty. <laughs> um. Well, Jesse, do you have any last uh, remarks you can throw towards? Well, I guess anything you want. It's your, it's your chance. So you guys are definitely going to be doing these uh, solo oh, yeah, career solo offshoots careers. on your show. I we've talked about it, and I think it's it's got to it's it's going to happen. Um, oh my we, god, you're going to cover standing in the spotlight, aren't you? Oh, you know what's funny? I've just been listening to that recently because, and it's funny because that come to me that standing in the spotlight comes off a little bit more like a Blondie record than it does like a true blue hip hop record, especially like Commotion in the Ocean. Well, I mean and Poor Little be, Rich let's Girl. Be, let's call it like it is too. It's not hip hop. Like that's <laughs> no, not no, what uh, he's doing is not it's, it's so funny you said that because I was listening I was listening to Mashed Potato Time. Um <laughs> and uh my girlfriend this is we're talking about like ten o'clock this morning and it, it it's like it's time to rock. It's time to roll. It's match potato time. Like, and my girlfriend's like, "What is this?" And I was like, <laughs> "She's like, who's Dee Dee King?" And I was like, "It's Dee Dee Ramone. You know, this Dee is Dee Ramone. this is a solo album." She's like, "What is it?" And I was like, "Hip hop." I'm like, "It's a hip hop record." She's like, "This is not hip hop." She's like, "No, it is not, sir." <laughs> you know what I got to thinking? So, talking about books, I recently read the Beastie Boys book. The one that uh, Ad Rock and Mike D wrote. Oh and yeah, it's, yeah. And it's it's great, but it's funny to think how it went so right for them because they were like hardcore punk kids. Yeah. And then they fell in love with hip hop, and they fell in this group of people that also could do it. Mm. It's just funny to think how like man, they those guys really did it right. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like Dee Dee was like, oh, those guys went like punk to hip hop, so maybe I could do that too. I'm like, oh damn. I think Dee Dee <sighs> just really underestimated. <laughs> how white he is. Uh, I love that. I love people talking about um, Dee Dee getting on the plane with like Gucci slippers on and like a big clock necklace and Johnny Ramone just fuming looking at him. Like, I just... I'm that, fuming looking at him like, that oh, Dee Dee, makes not me, any of us a good service here. Dude. That like anger that I know that they experience yeah. and like, I it makes me smile so much because yeah. do you know what a, a real... Not that bullshit cbgb movie where they had a joey solo song is one of the ramon songs right. of them yeah, playing yeah, in yeah, 1978 yeah. or yeah. whatever um if there was a real true blue ramones movie made and you went straight comedy <laughs> i feel like it it would be like unprecedented it would be totally. unprecedented 
Well, you know what? I'll say this much. Once they make a real deal, like, I I think there is now another rumor that they're making one again. I, I think it's actually the Mickey Lee book. The Mickey Lee that's book. That's the okay, current that, rumor. That's the rumor. That's, that's the conspiracy theory that we heard. <laughs> um, but theory. if they make a real one, like a real serious one, that's, you know, the biopic yeah. of, the, of the Ramones, then I think that would actually open the door for somebody else to do another one that was sillier. Yeah. In it yeah. uh, with the but, with the success of Bohemian Rhapsody, I can I only yeah, hope exactly. that if they exactly that's what. But we've been saying that for a while now. These guys yeah. are way overdue for a, for a movie, like mm. way. And that CBG B movie is not a Ramones film. No, no. God no. That bar- that's barely a movie. That's like, that <laughs> yeah, seriously, really rough. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to touch back on the Richie stuff, obviously, yeah. I'm like I'm like ecstatic right now that this ended up being the last Richie uh, episode that you guys have done. That's great. Yeah. And I feel like you couldn't find a better car waxer. Totally. We agree, um, Jesse. For, for his uh, Golo Camaro. Um, <laughs> um, but it really is like I, I f- I'm probably – you probably will not meet a bigger – uh, Richie Ramone fan that is a, Ram- a diehard Ramones fan. Awesome. Um, I'm happy for us that we had you on. Yeah. Honestly, I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust it open right now and say I would love for you two to be on the next Ramones episode that we do when we discuss yes. the solo albums. We'll talk. You got it. We'll see. <laughs> you got it. No, yeah, I, I don't totally need any people. I'll, I'll just do it for crackers and water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. That'd be great. Well, I'll, everybody. I'll PayPal you guys uh, Richie Ramon t-shirt money that he never got. (laughs) Sorry, Johnny. Harsh. Well, well, uh, well, I guess that about wraps it up. Um, uh, You can find find Jesse's show, uh, Heart God Media, on anywhere podcasts are sold. Uh, You're also, you said your main uh, social media is Instagram, uh, Heart God Media. Um, thank you again for joining us, Jesse. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter. Why not? Why not? We I mean, know you're follow there. Him, follow, go to Instagram, go to Twitter. That's what you do, right? Go around the wheel and wheel and your brain turns to mush. Um, follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast and you can join us next time when we will be discussing You Didn't Mean Anything to Me on Ramones of the Day. <laughs>